Hello, welcome to MySpot Talks. I'm Chetan Shah, hosting a series of podcasts for the global events industry. In this week's episode, we discuss the V-Disrupt Awards, which is a competition for event graduates and newcomers to the industry to shape an element of the V-Awards taking place on the 3rd of September at Nobu Portman Square. Hi everyone, Chetan here. I'm just going to be recording the session just for people who may watch it later. Um, and while we're waiting for maybe a few people to join, I think what would be nice is let's, there's a small enough group, let's just do go around and just say hi, name, where you're from, uh, if you're from a company and your interest for being on this call. So I'm going to start, and you don't, if you can't come on for whatever reason, don't worry, I'll move on. But um, let's start with Daisy. Hello, I'm Daisy. Um, I don't currently work for anybody. Um, I'm kind of, I call it, I'm throwing all of my darts and seeing where they land. So that's why I'm on the call to find out more today. Thank you. Uh, is it Ayami? Ayami? Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ayame. I'm currently in um, studying events management at the University of Lincoln and I'm graduating this year. So I wanted to join you guys. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Uh, Jonathan. Hey, everybody. My name is Jonathan. Uh, um, I have a job waiting for me in June and Singapore, and I'm also currently the Vice President of Young Leaders of the MPI uh, UK and Ireland chapter. So uh, my aspiration is to try to connect young leaders to our industry and get them to be better integrated and get them prepared when they start their work or when if they find a job or if they want to find mentorship. So yeah, that's what I am. And that's what really I'm doing actually. Uh, and what's your job that you're taking in June? Um, I'm a platform lead, uh, so I'm a platform. I'm a product manager, uh, and we're developing uh, uh, a virtual event application for the Asian market to compete with the big boys like Hopin and Entrado. So, yeah. <laughs> good. Good luck, uh, Alex. Thank you. Hi guys. So. My name's Alex. I'm the uh, Senior Group Sales Manager at Nobu Pullman Square. Um, and obviously, Chetan and I work very closely and we've, we're working on something amazing for September. Um, and I am here um, really to introduce the hotel a little bit and also say hello to everyone. It's so lovely to see faces again. Thanks, Alex. Shanali? Uh, Hello, I'm Shinali Devereaux. I uh, now lecture at University in Events and Tourism Management, but I've been in events for about 25 years, doing the large, large scale events. Um, and why am I here? Because Chesson told me all about it last night and I was really interested. Uh, so he invited me along. So I'm grateful to, uh, to share this opportunity with you all. Fab, thanks. Uh, Caitlin? Hi guys, uh, so I'm Caitlin. I am a digital producer at George P. Johnson, uh, but I'm also the co-founder of an industry initiative called Event First Steps, which is looking at helping those take their first steps in the industry. Um, and I think this competition is such a brilliant idea. And so I'm really excited that we can be a part of it as well. Thanks, Caitlin. Um, Olivia. Hi, I'm Liv. I work with Chet at MySpook and I'm here to help with what anyone needs. Thanks, Liv. Uh, Phoebe? 
Hello, um, I'm Phoebe, I am from Glasgow, Scotland and I'm currently an event manager for a bank. Um, so I'm just on here to really see what's out there, what's going, because to be completely honest, I don't want to stay in the bank forever. Um, so just want to keep my hands in different things, really. Great, yeah, I started my career in a bank and I left. I can, but, I can see, I can really understand that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I said at bank, I'd be in a much bigger house, let's be fair. But anyway, um, Maria. Hello, um, I'm Maria um, and I'm a graduate. <laughs> I'm graduating this year from uni. Um, I do have quite a bit of experience in virtual and live events, really. Um, it was quite tricky with the lockdown and with the COVID in the last couple of years. So I'm quite happy with the amount of experience I've gotten. And um, yeah, the, the latest one I have, I'm working with Cheltenham Festivals on their Life Science Festival um, in June. Fantastic. Well, thanks everyone for joining. So really this session is just to A, kind of convey the whole competition um what it's about also to answer any questions and get any feedback so do uh raise your hand or pop into chat any questions you have but we'll definitely come to those at the end so let me just um start by saying what is the competition so hopefully you've all seen the competition page and the idea around it is that as you know the whole covid situation has meant that any event graduates or anyone who joined the industry basically got little to no experience and with that experience in this industry, it's really hard, really hard to get a job, to get, you know, get any kind of opportunities. And, not, and you used to be able to get experience by doing internships or placements or whatever, but it's just not been possible. So very, very hard. Um, so the idea is to gain practical experience. We've got the V Awards, which is a celebration of uh, virtual and hybrid events that have taken place over the last year. It's taking place at the Noble Portman Square on the 3rd of September. We've had all the entries in, so all the judges are currently judging those entries and they'll be shortlisted. We've got the judging day on the 23rd of June for those entries. And then we've got the live celebration event, a normal, well, I say normal, uh, award ceremony format at the moment on the 3rd of September. And so the idea is, is to gain practical experience by, uh, as, a, as a newcomer to the industry, to shape an element of that event on the 3rd of September. Now, what does shape an element mean? That's a very good question, and it's and it's quite broad. And so, part of me makes no apology for that, and part of me goes, "Well, that's not really helpful to anyone else." But and I'll, well, I, we can answer questions about that. But it could be a big thing, it could be a small thing, it could be just something that is on the table when you sit down. Anything to make it creative, anything to make it different. So it could be big, it could be small. But I guess, and I'll come on to some tips in a bit. But that's the idea. So submit anything in terms of shaping that event on that day. It could be even pre-event, it could be post-event uh, or on the night. Um, and so the competition is asking for those sorts of ideas. You can enter as a team of up to three. So you could enter just individually or up to a team of three. You might want to collaborate with some uh, uh, course mates or other people. And you submit your idea, and I'll come on to time is in a second. And um, what we'll be doing is, essentially looking at those ideas and deciding as a shortlist, we'll shortlist them down to uh, a final kind of shortlist. So 18th of June is the closing date for entries. 25th of June will shortlist. 
Then on the 28th of June, approximately, we'll have the finals, meaning that those ideas shortlisted will have an opportunity to pitch their ideas to the judges. And the judges are a subset of the original judges plus some new judges from the industry. And then on 5th of July, we'll announce the winners. And those winners, so it could be one idea and one team, or it could be a few ideas and, and a few teams, will get to implement those ideas so that they actually happen on the night. So it's practical experience to actually deliver an element of that that you've put forward on the night under the supervision of the events team at MiceBook. And it's a paid internship. Now, it doesn't mean you're getting paid lots of money for three months or two months or whatever it is to, it just depends on the idea and how much time it might take, but it is a paid internship um, that will be given as part of the prize. Um, so the application is all on the, on the website. Um, you can enter a document, you can enter a little video or both, but none of the creativity around the entry is going to matter. So don't worry about putting a, a very creative entry in because it's, it's about the idea. So you could put it in one sentence and we might just love it. So don't, you know, if you are entering, it's about the actual idea. Um, some things around just some guidance, I guess, and I'll, I'm definitely going to look to kind of coming to Naomi and Liv in a second about this. But if the winners are announced on the 5th of July and we have to deliver this on the 3rd of September, the most outlandish idea might be really creative, but it's just not going to be practical, either because of money or just of time to implement. Because, of course, we've got parameters that we're working. We've got the venue. We've got resource constraints. So sometimes simple could be the best or even cost effective could be the best. But we don't want to, say, do low cost, simple ideas only. Definitely, we want to keep the scope broad. But we have to be also practical of what could actually be implemented. We want creative ideas, yes, but bear in mind, we need to be able to execute them well and safely on the night. Safely is an important one. We have put on the thing uh, in terms of the web page, sustainable and inclusive, but they are not pillars of what we're looking for. But if there are elements that make the idea, gives it a more sustainable twist or an inclusion twist, that's also going to help the idea, but we're definitely, it's not why we're doing it. Let's just be clear on that. Um, it's got to work. Um, have fun, as, as I think Naomi might have said this, but she's, uh, she said, have fun with it. You know, like it, what we, why are we doing this competition? Yes, we want to help graduates get some, or newcomers get some practical experience, but equally we want to have an awesome award ceremony on the 3rd of September where people just go, that was really different because the audience we've got are the worst audience in the world. They're all event planners and they've all got big budgets with their clients and they look at everything and go, oh, I wouldn't have done it like that. You know, so but what we do want them to do is just go, oh, that was quite cool. And it could be the littlest thing. And that sometimes just makes the biggest difference, personalized or whatever. So have fun with it. And there's any element can be shaped, of, as I've said. So that's kind of what it's about why we're doing it and what we're also going to try and do is of course we're going to anyone shortlisted that didn't win we're definitely going to do some feedback sessions one-on-one -on -one. and any otherwise we'll also put on an event for everyone that entered to kind of give more general feedback with the judges because what we want to do is not just leave those ideas on the table and people just wondering why they didn't get shortlisted we want to try and aid um, feedback connections um, and so on. 
So finally, a couple of more things before I open up um, to a few more people and some questions. Um, partners, we've got events grads. So Naomi, thank you so much. We're really delighted to have you uh, involved. We've also got, um, and we've also gone out to many other associations like MPI, Jonathan's on the call here today, uh, Event First Steps, thank you, Caitlin and Priya and, and the team, uh, EMA, and we've, we're, we're talking to lots of the industry partners, associations, I've just seen an article go up on uh, MNIT about it, so we want to have all those partners involved through some shape or form, um, and we're, we're kind of trying to get more and more awareness going. Right, that's enough from me. I'm sure you're delighted to hear that. So let me let me bring in Naomi, uh, who we've been talking to about this idea. So um, Naomi, obviously, Event First grads. Uh, event grads. <laughs> that's sorry. a good merge. I feel like that's. <laughs> I like that, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. So we, we got in touch, Naomi, just to get an idea. Is this something that could be interesting? And so she's really helped us shape this and brought a little focus group together. So over to you, Naomi. Tell us, give us a bit of background, what you think uh, about the whole thing, and what 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 do you want to share? Of course. So hi, everyone. Um, I have a bit of a cold, so I do apologise if I'm feeling a little bit croaky. But um, I just think um, when Chet reached out, um, first and foremost, <laughs> we were um, honoured to take part and have an even a small say in something like this. And the fact that everyone who is in this call today wants to support students and graduates or graduates in this case and industry newcomers, due to the impact of the pandemic to all of all of our lives um it's just really wonderful and to do it in a really different and unique way where you know that um the skills and the creativity that that graduate can provide and showcase and demonstrate i think will be really vital and it just goes to show that like doing something different um is really important i think you know another thing about the pandemic is it, it's allowing us to almost the event industry has moved forward faster than almost planned and I think that's a pro anacon in a lot of ways but in this situation this opportunity for graduates especially is really really special and as Caitlin actually said as well it's brand new it's different and it's really I think that's going to stand out a lot and when those graduates have those experiences and the fact that of course um, it's a lot more than just you know winning practical experience or a paid internship it's very much you've got, you're going to get um, that publicity, well, you know, raising your profile in the industry, networking with very, like the top of the, the best of virtual and, and hybrid events. Um, and to be able to have that live experience after an, um, such a long period where we've not been able to gain that. And I just um, am incredibly excited to get involved and to have um, an opportunity to help shape the shaping of the V Awards um, is very exciting. So I, yeah, thank you all for being here and thank you for this opportunity. Oh, chat. <laughs> yeah. uh, Liv, what about uh, you? You're you're going to be quite instrumental in all of this. Give us a little thoughts. Some of your thoughts. Yeah, I'm really really excited about this. I graduated uni in um, 2018, and I'm really lucky that this is my second industry job. Thanks, Chet. <laughs> um, but I know how hard it is actually to get into the industry. I can't even imagine how hard it is right now for what everyone's you put all this hard work into your to your um degree and then you get out of it and you're like oh what now <laughs> what do i do mm. so yeah it's really exciting um i think it's going to be an amazing opportunity to all these graduates because you're getting back to what you what they love being creative being active and getting back out there 
um, the fact that they're getting experience, they're going to be judged by some amazing people in the industry that, like Naomi said, the top end, um, it's really exciting. I hope graduates really grab this opportunity because you don't see stuff like this often. You, you definitely did, didn't when I graduated. So uh, I'm really excited for everyone to take part and get to see everyone's ideas and see what it looks like live. I'm really excited. Thanks, Liv. Um, let me go to, so uh, Caitlin, I'd like to go to you as a judge. Um, so uh, from a judge's perspective, what, what do you, I mean, it's hard to say, but just what are you hoping to see? Could you quantify? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, as everyone has said, it's not, it's rare to find something where you can come up with creative ideas, have the room to explore that, but then it also be applied. I luckily through GPJ work with a couple of different universities where we say come up with an idea is great but they don't get to implement it and this is so exciting so i think it's a combination obviously with things that are slightly different out of the box thinking that maybe you wouldn't often see at an award ceremony awards are great but they do follow a very standardized <laughs> setup so it would be nice to kind of see what you guys bring to the to the table with that but i also think and i like what you said chat about it it's not it's not always about the most crazy bonkers idea it can sometimes be quite simple and things that maybe are slightly missed so I think it will just be I'm just fascinated to hear what you come up with and also the why behind it I love seeing that side of it um, and I do think that this is an utterly an amazing experience and something again when I was at uni I wish there had been something like this that existed because you're not I mean yes this is might seem quite daunting but there's so much support around it when it comes to the you know implementing it you're not on your own and that's I mean that's brilliant experience um so yeah just a whole bunch of things I'm excited for <laughs> I am going to do a before and after picture of Jess our, our event director <laughs> see, see, how, see how she fares um uh, Jonathan can you come on as a as a from MPI's perspective and then and you know really grateful for you being a judge as well Thank you, Shitsen. Uh, um, mainly, um, I'm just very excited for the opportunity, uh, and and that um, and 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 I think this is a very interesting initiative for for students because there's, I think as, as the previous judges have said before, there's no no opportunity for people to to try out new ideas. So, for for the work that I do at Nowcoms uh, in Singapore, we had a chance to do work on many exciting ideas. For our mice partners, but um, and, and of course, I know I had a chance to, to work with them. So it's very rare for students to work on these ideas. And and as you said earlier, um, sometimes the most interesting ideas might not be might not be the most expensive or the most complicated because simplicity has its own uh, beauty itself. So um, and and one of them was you know using fairy light. It could change the entire mood of a venue by by making a, a just decorating a tree with fairy lights in the middle of a uh, uh, venue could change the mood and, and that was one of our key attractions that's our social social tree where people hang their social media pictures that they've taken an event to share the, to show the community that have attended the event itself so it's a fantastic opportunity which I, I would tell everybody that something not to miss and you know the best ideas are sometimes the simplest ideas Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, well, let me move to Alex now. Who's maybe Alex? If you could, you know, there's there's 
the space obviously that they have to work in if it is to do with something inside the venue because it might not be uh, it could be something external pre-post but if mm. it was to be in the venue give us a little flavor of uh what what they're working with pre pre-function ballroom what, what, what give us a give us an idea okay so i mean nobu as a brand and i assume a lot of you know nobu but in essence it started as japanese restaurants 40 years ago but from the hotel side, it's really diversified. So, for example, the one in Barcelona, you have a lot of Gaudi influence in the in the lobby. Us, we're right in the heart of Marlebone. We fit that sort of villagey feel, even though we're massive. So the ballroom fits 600 people in it. So don't get scared. <laughs> it does fit 600 people in it. But but also, and 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 sort of the the key philosophies behind behind the space is actually the sort of flexibility, the, the diversity in the space. You can see I'm actually sitting in one of our suites at the moment. It look, I've just realised it looks a bit like a hammer and sickle, but artwork throughout the hotel, uh, and I promise I'm not a communist, but artwork throughout the hotel is really a key fundamental aspect. And you walk into the lobby, and, and Chet and you've seen it, you have this big, big seven-metre sculpture um, that rotates. All the artwork is is... I guess, influenced by Zen and meditation. And so that's really the essence when you come into the hotel from a feeling perspective. In terms of the actual functionality of the space, um, it is chop and changeable. Um, and so again, and I know we've spoken about the numbers of attendees that'll be coming. Might be 100 people, might be 250 people. We, we hope it's the upper echelons. Um, but, you know, if numbers drop, you can actually partition the space and you can split it into two or three different areas and really get creative. Um, and I, I know you mentioned you're not just necessarily looking at, at one idea. And, and, you know, if the ideas you have are about dressing the space, you could almost create three or four completely different immersive experiences. Now, I don't want to cost Chetan too much money here, um, but you, you really can can play around with it and get creative. Um, I would say from the design of the actual ballroom, it is very, very um, blank canvasy, but in in a really sort of classy, classy way. Uh, as you can see, he's just showing some pictures. Oh my god, I can't believe that video is still there. Please don't play it. Um, but <laughs> but you'll see from this, there is there is a lot of room to work around with. Um, and and yeah, just just get creative with it. I mean, I mean, we from from our own side of things and and working with the events team here, um, we're trying to get creative. You mentioned the the awards always follow a similar format. We've got a, a couple of awards after you, Chet, and don't worry um, for for various clients. And we're getting creative. We're bringing loads of production. We're we've got rigging points. You can have people swinging from the ceilings. We've got pin spots if you want to go down your your corporate lights pointing at a table dinner we uh, i met with for those of you that have worked in the industry i met with rob van helden yesterday who is a who is a very very well-renowned florist we want to make these huge huge creations in there because there is the room to play around with you can see from the image it is minimal you know we're, we're a japanese brand at our heart but there's so much scope for, for playing around with it. So I think that's sort of a, a little insight. Um, I didn't even mention the foyer that leads into it. 
where again you can have 250 people for drinks and whatnot um but yeah you can just you can really really get creative i mean we're given one rule by the bosses which is as long as it's not illegal and doesn't break anything, you can do what you want with the space. So, so from a technology point of view, there'll be a nine meter LED screen in there. There'll be sound systems that you can turn it up to 11. There'll be a million different sort of like aspects to it. Um, the lighting is all controlled, you know, like everywhere now by iPads and all that sort of thing. So, so yeah, get creative, I guess, is the, is the sort of key point by it. And you're still on mute, Chetan. How many how many zooms have you done over the last year? <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Um, and also, the, there's there's four pillars, right? But they're right on the edges of the room. Or is how many pillars are there? You you have one right in the middle um, of the room, and then there are two further back at the back of the room. Okay. Um, but and I think for the for the numbers that we're talking about, and I, even when it goes up to that sort of two fifty mark you can just use the the front of the room for your, excuse the way I put this, but typical awards aspects that you need, your stage, your mm. banquet tables and everything. Um, and so in that, that back half where the pillars are, you can even, again, talking about flowers, you can wrap a load of flowers around a pillar if you want to, you, you, can, you can use them. Um, because again, even though I say it fits 600, realistically that, that sort of 250 mark is, is perfect for the space. Great. Thanks, Alex. Uh, appreciate that uh, for you joining today and give us a little uh, outline of the venue. Uh, hopefully everyone agrees it's a pretty exciting space to be working. And I think it is the first event in the ballroom. Is that right? <laughs> it so very much is. Good. It so very much pigs. is. Yeah. <laughs> and you've done it before. We, we've done it before. Yeah, we so, have. <laughs> so don't worry. I'll be there running the cloak room. You're, you're yeah. Manuel. Um, yeah, exactly. So I'd like to open up to see if anyone's got any questions, because obviously you've got some judges here. You've got myself and Liv and Naomi. Um, so is there any questions from, well, anyone really, from the graduates or anyone else involved? We'd be happy to answer them. Uh, anyone? Sorry. Can you please just go one at a time? Sorry. Can I, can I start? Please. Um, is there any um, events brief that you have already or anything you could give us just to kind of start with? Yeah, there's not a formal events brief and I know that is challenging. It's like when a client would come to an agency and say, I want to do this. And you say, how much budget have you got or whatever? And there's no brief and you're kind of like, well, how am I supposed to start? So I do appreciate it is difficult. What I would suggest almost is and, and I'd like to hear some other people's opinion on this, is think of just one element of an event, whether it's the arrival or whether it's going to the cloakroom or the bathroom or when you first sit on your seat or when you look at a pillar or just, it's almost like I'm kind of thinking, because we're going to pick, we can pick several ideas. So I'm thinking that there isn't an event brief. All we want to do is make a thing that's quite normal, a little bit different, a little bit creative, a little bit, interesting where normally you would do something and you wouldn't even think twice about it but the, this because of something an idea has come about you actually go oh that was a bit different and i can't quantify that what that is um unfortunately you know it could be just what's on the carpet or um 
what's an interact it could be a briefing to the event staff that actually every time you see someone you have to wink twice i don't know what that means but people would just creative crazy stupid like we are we're not a pharmaceutical company we're not a bank we're not we are events people for events industry so let's have some fun let's just do the most stupidest things and i know that sounds crazy but you know i quite like the you know did anyone watch brit awards so if you watch the Brit Awards, there was loads of things in there. They just picked things that are happening in the world and just brought them little touches into the whole show. And so, yeah, I probably haven't helped you, but I'd like to get anyone else's take on, the, on that question. Well, I was just going to say that considering this is a group of people, the awards are aimed at people who've obviously been planning virtual and hybrid events, is to maybe consider what people have missed in the last year and a bit and that might help spark ideas but also talking about the brit awards what was brilliant i thought a it was live music again fantastic but they did it where they had the actual award and then you know they were able to give like a little award to someone that had impacted them across the year so it could be more emotive than maybe as you know a big thing in there and that's what alex you talking about the venue and the space is really interesting there is sometimes broad briefs are not great but actually this one there's so much opportunity for you guys yeah definitely i like you know i love stealing ideas and taking them as my own it's 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 one of my key things <laughs> i absolutely agree um i i was just going to say if anyone that is entering does want to come in and actually see the space um as, you know when i take clients around and everything once you actually come in and feel it it really gets the creative juices flowing um, so yeah, just let me know, let Chetta know, and we can arrange it just to throw, yeah, throw just, that in. Just on that front, no, actually, we're definitely, well, you, I don't know how many people are going into this, but you don't want to be entertaining 400 graduates coming, for, you know, well, actually, maybe you do, but I think definitely when there's shortlisting and so on, there will be opportunities to actually take that a bit further, but yeah. Um, it's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm a lover. I'd love to say on that, um, Daisy highlighted at an event recently, I'm so sure of it, that you um, have been, you've been attending a lot of events recently online and you've noticed what isn't working or how, where they can improve. So I guess if someone's right now and they're like, I really want to get involved, but I say it all the time, I'm not very creative. That's a phrase that I need to get out of my vocabulary. You all do. <laughs> um, but it's taking ideas, as, as Chet said, taking ideas from other things, but it's also taking what didn't work or what could have been better or things like that as well. And I think an additional thing to that is maybe when we're talking about the why and, um, you know, the things behind it, look, in, look internally, what you enjoy, what your passions are, you know, take, take that into it maybe. I really loved actually hearing about a little bit more about the hotel and things because with that Zen vibe, maybe that's something that can be used, that can be um, um, emphasized and things. And if that's something you're into as well, that's um, another positive. So instead of looking at it as a really big brief, look at what you can do with it um, and what your your passions can allow you to do. And look, if you're a graduate, looking for to the future and things as well, where do you maybe want to be in the future? What roles do you want? What um, careers, what companies? Look into, you know, who's attending, who's nominated, who's all this kind of thing. Um, and maybe you can use it to your advantage in that way where it's like, hey, I really want to work in this sector in the states festivals or something in the future. How can I incorporate that into here where I can then, use that to stand out in the future yeah well said and just on top of that remember 
if you wanted to, there will, it is a hybrid event. So this, the, the ceremony will be broadcast. So it could be something that actually happens to the online audience and it's a way of making them feel more engaged. So you could look at it, that element of it. Um, yeah. Any other comments, questions from anyone else? I've got a question. Um, would, would the event flow be shared to, to the, the people who are participating? Just so that they know um, what segments could they, could they uh, iterate on or improve upon? Yeah, so the the event flow, as it were, is at the moment a very, and it probably will remain a standard event flow in terms of arrival, reception drinks, sit down for dinner, awards between courses, entertainment, depending on what we're allowed to do. So in that sense, it's the same. But what we are saying is, if you want to do to serve dessert first, and then get a kebab on the way home, because it's paid for, that's also an idea. I'd rather have a no, Nobu sushi. <laughs> but it is all up for flipping the whole thing. But at the moment, it is a standard format, let's say. Okay, I'm going to feel a little bit silly asking this question, but no I've thing. got quite a lot of ideas. So obviously, I need to narrow it down. <laughs> How big are the toilets? <laughs> right? Oh. I have to ask that because my idea does one of my ideas does depend on the size of the toilets <laughs> um the, the honest answer off the top of my head daisy is i have no idea um they are plenty big to get people in but uh, i mean I, if i was to guess <laughs> you've kind of stumped me but I'd, I'd guess probably about 10 cubicles in the in each to give you an approximate okay. size Okay, thank you. No I know problem. that sounds like a really bizarre question, but I have to. I had to ask it because if it's not viable, because say the toilets are quite small, then obviously that's one idea to throw in the in the bin. <laughs> so. No bad questions. <laughs> I guess off the top of that, then um, when those are applying in groups and in, in individuals and things, how many can they apply just for the one idea, for example? Or what do you recommend in that sense? If, if people have loads of ideas, how do they cut it down? Um, it's a good question. And we don't have any rules around that. And I'm not saying that you couldn't submit two ideas or more. But I think, and, and we may, I don't think we, could, we would want to accept people having 50 ideas submitted and hope one sticks. It's kind of not the idea. So I think if we did get, you know, I'd say we'd cap it to three ideas max and possibly we'll put that in the FAQs. Liv, what do you think? I think that's a good idea. Max three in a group, max three ideas is a yeah. safe option. Yeah. But I'd like to say dessert first, no winking because I can't wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have one... Sorry. Sorry, I have one last question. It was to do with the submission. So I know I should have asked this before, but um, so you can submit it in like a word format and it says like five pages. Does that include like photographs or anything else or is it just five pages of text? No, so five pages literally means five pages and you can fill it with whatever you want. Um, and I think like we've said with the, the, the actual V awards, we keep it to five pages because the judges have to 
try and disseminate, you know, try and digest the information. So rather than a big document, they need to plow through, which I'm sure it wouldn't be anyway, but that's why we keep it just to five pages maximum or a video or both. And just on that note of like, I suppose what maybe would work as a good format for if you're planning on writing it, and also actually if you did a video as well, but if you can, I'm always a fan of if you can segment it so that maybe what the idea is, the reason behind it, I don't know, the, and then go into more detail, it's easier for people to kind of skim read it, but find the relevant points later on when they're referring back to it is always worth noting. Um, but also add pictures because it definitely stands out. Should it be more like um, like a um, description of an idea or should it be more like a, I don't know, outline of the event or? It should be that the submission should be what the idea is. How would, okay. why, again, to Caitlin's point, why, you know, it would be great to hear background of why the idea has come about, what you think the impact would be on the evening and how would it be executed and what, I think we probably need to put some guidelines down, don't we here? This would probably be quite helpful. So why, how implemented, impact on audience uh how it how um costs okay yeah so yeah did that answer your question we will we'll write something up and add yeah. it to the faqs because i think uh, to caitlin's point when you were saying those things um i think it's probably helpful to give everyone that guidance yeah thank you I've got one very silly question, and I think you know it's too too far and too ambiguous to answer at the moment. But of course, regarding COVID, uh, big question in the room. Um, so do do they have to with with the with the people who submit them uh, have to consider of any like COVID secure? Uh, because I believe September is still a quite distance away, and things change. They do change, and uh, what kind of uh, COVID measures should they? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And, and you're right, September is a while away. But like we said on the brief, it is, we want to have a consideration to sustainability, to diversity, if it's relevant, to safety as well, because clearly any ideas would have to be COVID safe. We couldn't have a bubble blower for example in the event this year this time you know it just it just wouldn't be the right thing to do or something that you're you know like are people going to be touching lots of things again it's not quite right so definitely consideration and but it's but in terms of execution of course that can be done with the support of the event team so they, they don't have to so you know um solve that big question themselves the idea could still be valid. Does that does that answer? I, I, I'm going to go to Caitlin again here. Would you agree? Yeah, I think I think it's important to. Well, I would say that it's important to note that you there might be elements of your idea that we would be like functionally there might be aspects that need to change, but it's not. You don't have to have all the answers. Again, you guys are starting out in the industry because I think it would be a lot to ask of you to consider what all the COVID guidelines 
may be if you've not done a live event before or been working in it the last year. But yes, I think Jonathan's point is a very good one. It's a really big thing to consider. So you kind of do need to be mindful of, yeah, no mosh pits, I'd imagine, is that's out of the question this year type of thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw festivals allowed a mosh pit. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> Phone party. Um, Sorry, I just have a quick one. Um, obviously, you as an organisation that is hosting the event, um, I think it's a bit quite important to understand what your kind of vision into it is and what the values of your company are, just so we kind of go on the same page and not going too far away with our ideas. Yeah, I think that's it's a good question, You're, uh, but... Okay, well, let's answer the question first. Um, wow. <laughs> Liv, what's the values of our company? <laughs> no. Um, good time. Good times. Yeah. Good, ta- good times. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say we have, great, we have great communication, even though we, we're, we all work online, but we we're constantly talking every day. I think we have great communication. We all get on really really well and I think we're a great well I think we're a great team (laughs) I think everyone else would say that too but I think we get on really well and we would help anyone who is applying just as much as we'd help each other when we're not about to say oh I've not got time for that they don't matter it'd be like oh Maria sent me an email she's she's a bit she's struggling she's not sure how she'd execute this and we get back straight away we'd always acknowledge you and I think that's something that's good for everyone to know that we'd be there for anyone who needs it Uh, I think um I was I did have this conversation the other day actually and I was going to start writing some values down and if you were to ask me now I think one you know one of our key values is community um we you know we definitely we execute through digital through content and through live but it is about community and building that community to support the industry um the second value i think is speed i think everything we do we do fast and we do it to be uh what's the word to to react to changing situations really quickly and i consider that a value um bizarrely mate whether it's one or not i don't know um and I can't remember what the third one was. It's not memory, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, so we're, 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 we're still in startup mode, actually, and which is good. We're agile and, like I said, about speed. But we are still in startup mode. But we definitely want to disrupt everything this industry sort of does in a, in a positive way. Um, yeah, but uh, so vision and values, it's a good question. But I definitely, you know, we are running... We are building a community for the events industry. We're trying to bring events and still inspire people that do this for a living every day. So we've got a tough audience. So I think we need to be, you know, creativity is actually very much at the heart of what we do and have done actually through a lot of our events. Um, And we always want to be first. I mean, those are the kind of things. We want to be the first to every hotel, first in the ballroom at the Nobu, first event out of lockdown last week. yeah so that, those are kind of our values um and actually there may be something there which is you know yeah so it's a great question and it could be something that really plunk, plunk, um, tugs at our heartstrings so yeah good question anyone Peter, else I, 
I just got a follow-up question from your comments earlier. So can you just share with us a little bit about how, how is MiceBook still in a startup mode? Just, you know, something simple. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, how, how is MiceBook still a startup? Like, what, what aspects are you still uh, having this startup mentality? Yeah, so, I mean, we're five years old, um, which is not in startup phase, really, but I feel we still are. I think we had a few years of building our platform. So, and then we launched in the middle of, you know, like a year to so 2018, we launched. And then we were starting to find our feet of, in terms of our platform, we're growing our engagement, launching new elements of the business. So whether it's events, whether it's, you know, this last year we've launched podcasts, we've launched uh, influencer programs, um, virtual events, uh, the V Awards. So in that sense, everything we're doing is for the first time. This competition is for the first time. And we possibly will make, well, we definitely are making lots of mistakes, but we're learning and we're trying to learn fast and uh, improve each, you know, first time we're going to run this competition. And this is why we're trying to do focus groups to try and do the right thing, but we will make mistakes along the way throughout this whole process. And that's kind of what I mean in terms of startup mode, um, that we're doing a lot of first for us. It's not, we're not just pulling out the same events each time that we sort of know um, we're, we're, we're trying to push the boundaries. So that's kind of what I mean. And we're a small, nimble team um, that, and, and we have no money. So that's why we're still so a startup. You know, all of those things. So we have to be agile. We have to be bootstrapped, clever, um, you know, in everything we do. Did that answer your question? Yeah, it is. I mean, that, I, mean we, that, I think that we is a very good background to uh, everybody that's watching the podcast. Uh, video on demand data, like what MyScope is doing and, and what their values are through this very short statement. Thanks. And Maria, thanks for that question because I am going to write down our values now and actually work on them. Anyone else? Uh, Shanali, what, let's hear from you. Uh, what's your thoughts so far? Well, just that it's a really exciting opportunity, isn't it? Like exactly what you were saying is that we've all just been in a situation where people haven't had opportunities to really get their teeth into something. And, and uh, you know, Caitlin was saying, you know, it's about connecting with different people in the industry. But I think, I think the key here is not to overthink it. What we're trying to do is create delight and something that's innovative in what would normally just be an award ceremony format. And it could be exactly as Chitan says, elemental it could be anything along that event experience journey anything at all like I mean people used to ask me what do you do for a living I did event logistics and I said well if you've entered the venue and left the venue and you haven't had to think the entire way then I've done my job properly right and this is almost the opposite of that it's disrupting that it's saying I'm going to notice that thing I'm going to really get excited about that thing and and flip it so that that people think it's inspirational and fun and you are dealing with people who think they've seen it all think they've seen it all they have not seen it all because they're dealing with the younger generation who know yeah. digital better who have exciting ideas who are at the forefront of having your minds filled for three years with really exciting concepts and you can just do really really great stuff um Chitan and I were at an event yesterday and uh, um, the guy who runs one industry, one voice said something and I said, I'm stealing that because I love it, love it, love it. He said he thinks events now and this totally builds on what Caitlin said are about return on emotion. 
you know, what are we missing from this last year? We're missing the emotional connection. So we're just asking for something that makes your, that makes the attendees feel inspired, different, you know, like they've been surprised by, by whatever it is. So that's, those are my thoughts, Chetan. I hope that's No, helpful. brilliant. Um, brilliantly said. And I think I totally agree in that if we all think about events from our experiences, yes, we love to be at great venues with great food, lovely wine, or lovely entertainment sitting there. But what's the most special moments are those times when you have a great conversation with someone that a, you didn't maybe didn't know, and you just have this chance conversation. So things around facilitating networking and getting people, like we said, that emotional piece, um, you know, that, those are really, that could be the most interesting, could be something under your chair that you have to go. I, it could be just so simple. Um, but most people will remember, A, like they say, how you made them feel. And if you meet a new connection that's a really, like, just for fun or just, you know, just a great chat, but it could be something that you link in later and there's a good, con we are, we, it is a business event. And the more communicate, more connections you make, the more value people will feel and it will stay with people. So that's, that, that's a huge part of it. Okay, any, anyone else? Lovely. Um, so thank you so much for joining today. Really appreciate that. I've already got some great, you know, we've improved again what we hopefully will put out there. Like I said, we will get it wrong lots, but we will try and improve each and every step of the way. Thank you all for all of the different partners that have joined today and your ongoing support. Um, and, you know, we are, as Liv said, we are around. We're happy to have conversations. Liv will pick up, you know, reply to emails. You know, we're we are approachable. We will always be approachable. I like that. It's another. It's another value. God, Maria, you got me bloody doing some work. Um, so thanks, everyone. Uh, lovely to see you all, and you know where we are. Great to uh, catch up in the in the near future. Have a great bank holiday weekend. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, chat. Thanks. Thank you. We really hope you enjoyed those talks and if so, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. To see what the next discussions are, please go to mustbeonit.com and click on Talks in the menu bar. To contact MiceBook, please email us at info at or follow us on Instagram and Twitter.